Things are getting juicy in the sky with Modrons this week on Hapless Heroes. Taste it. everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Hapless Heroes podcast. I am Francesco and I am your host and DM as we continue this exciting combat and get back into the swing of things way up high in the sky above the city of Ul. Before we do that, I'm going to do what I do every week and introduce this wonderful cast of characters we have for you. You know them, you love them. We have on my virtual left, uh, we have Dave playing Zero, Valen's Avatar of War. Good evening, everyone. Nicole as Boris the Butcher. Get out of the way, I got stabbing to do. Phil as Hedrick the Entertainer. It's showtime. Zach as Pregnart. I sure wish I could cast Earthquake in the sky here. And John as Lord Gerald the Light. You shall not succeed, you foul monster. Mike, unfortunately, cannot be with us tonight. So Quinn, uh, at the top of initiative, goes invisible. And speaking of the top of initiative... Uh, there's some things happening up here. So you have, you've now been fighting against the future Ebenezer who's sort of sprouted wings and now possesses this magical scythe that he presumably has stolen from Arion Black. It looks very similar to that one, at least. And Um, we're still not really clear on like who future Ebenezer is really, right? Yeah, because like when you look at them, it's not like their features have any sort of resemblance at this point to either of the two individuals you've met down below, but that's mostly because his face is metallic. He doesn't have like a name tag that might have like a faded thing on it that says like Ebenezer Jr. or Phil. You know, maybe we could, maybe you could find out, uh, you know, during this combat, but as you, as so far, you know, we haven't seen anything of the sort. Um, Mm -hmm. Some other things have been happening. So Quinn did have a haste applied to him. And so, you know, there may be some things that are happening with that, but we can't tell because he's invisible now. Uh, and there was also something that future Ebenezer was trying to do to the ley line that you have uh, interrupted him during this combat. Like he's now swung around with his, he was he was had initially had been stab- stabbing his scythe into the ley line, and you could see like there was this like energy spreading through it. But um, Y'all tied him up a little bit, and now he's swung, he's swung around with the scythe in hand to face you um, with both hands at the ready, essentially. Uh, but we're So we're just going to go right back to the top of initiative since we left off in the middle of combat, and that is actually Boris. So, Boris. Uh-oh. It is your turn. Oh, God, I'm not prepared for this. Um. Um, <laughs> you were engaged with uh, future Ebenezer. I'm not really engaged. I mean, I'm well, going. You threw your dagger at him, right? Him. I'm pretty sure. If I, or you I shot a hand crossbow at him. I think it's what I recall. 
you turned uh, around. You were going straight balls to the wall at Vecna for a little bit, and Jarrell talked you out of it. <laughs> did she talk me out of it? Okay. Uh, cool. Yeah, for our, for the audience, as you as you know, it's been actually several weeks since we've been able to record <laughs> uh, due to summertime things. So uh, you know, we're getting our bearings. I'm going um, off of my own notes, which just say that I'm 30 feet from future Ebenezer and that he's really intimidated yes. by my hellhound skull, probably. Probably, I'm yeah. And I remember, and I, yes, and I do recall <laughs> that you had fired a hand crossbow at him on your last turn um, to try cool. to just like do something. Because um, so you're like, you know, you're, you're, at least for the moment, your oh, attention, yeah. Yeah. your attention yeah. has turned to him. It's in my secondary like hand because I've still I'm I, like I, I was flying like hand out you know holding the shard mm-hmm. at Vecna so that's still like there okay right um, um there's also stuff happening in the air right actually I, I probably should remind the rest there's there's other things going on um it, Vecna himself and the Primus are also engaged in battle <laughs> so that's happening as well yeah you said um Vecna was blasting these beams through the Modrons, just disintegrating them, and then Primus is like deflecting these beams. Yeah, it's just hard to see now because it's just like it's all just when, it, when the Modrons like, are defeated, they just turn to dust. So like the the sky is now just like it's, it's hazy. It's like, there's like a, essentially a fog of war, like forming above you, making it much harder to see what's happening beyond that and in that battle that's happening above you. Um, so. The immediate attention, though, is on future Ebenezer, at least for the time being. So you guys have damaged him a little bit. But yeah, Boris, um, you're still 30 feet from him. You can, you know, you choose what you want to do here. It's Am I the closest person to him right now? Um, No, I believe that Jarell's right up in there. Like within five feet up in there? Jarell, did you close on your last turn? I actually don't have that written down here because I'm terrible at this. Um. I don't recall either, but I know that that's what I was going to do. Because you were at the bottom of initiative. You guys were a little far away from him. I know you were moving your way up. I just wasn't sure if you had made it. I think you had dashed, and I think you might be like 10 feet from him. Very important for how much damage I can do. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, because I remember you did not have sneak attack on your last turn. Yeah. But I know Jarrell was making his way up there. I just don't think he's actually in range yet because he has not swung because obviously future Ebenezer still has a health bar, essentially. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, John, I have a video of how many dice you roll when it's time. So, like, I know what's coming when the first hit lands. Fran, Uh, you said he had a, like, stone growth on him. I've got a note here. It said, um, Ebenezer siphons life from Quinn, and he has a stone growth over his form. Yes, there was a, it appeared like almost like a spell had been cast that, um, actually like covered his entire body in almost this like stone, like scaly stone, like material. All right, well, I mean, I'm, I'm going to end up throwing my dagger at him. I just need to know how I'm throwing my dagger at him, and that depends on whether or not somebody's within five feet of him. That is a, that's a negative currently. Jarrell will be on his next turn. Damn it, that's so far from now. <laughs> hey. If anything, I mean, if it's any consolation, he's acting before zero this time. 
just hold my action here, though, right? So I'm gonna like you fly a little closer to him. Um, how I'm much gonna closer? like, I, I like ten feet from him. Okay. All right. All right. Um, so you're kind of with Jarrell at this point, then. So you also now gain whatever benefits you had gained from being next to Jarrell. Cool. Quite cool. Plentiful. I'm not afraid of anything, including my own hellhound skull. Jarrell might be a little intimidated by me right now, but and you're, it's essentially, okay. you're so you're essentially asking to use your reaction to attack once Jarrell is or another ally is within five feet. Yeah, correct? exactly. I'm just gonna like I'm gonna smart. Uh, if anything, I, 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 I put the shard of Vecna in between my teeth like a pirate climbing the side of a ship, and then pull out my dagger to ready it. Like, I will say that as soon as you put it between your teeth, the shard is impossibly cold. Like it almost like you almost feel like you're like it's like it's it's your teeth hurt the second you put it in your mouth. Okay, well then I immediately before even letting go of it, <laughs> swap it for my dagger, I guess, in my dagger sheet. Yeah, it didn't feel cold in your hand, but the I'm second it, the second you had put that. it yeah, the second it made contact with your lips and it it just just it felt almost unbearably cold. Yeah. Um Okay, sounds good. Uh, so, yep, we'll, 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 I'll have it noted here to trigger your reaction when that condition is met. So moving on then, we are gonna be going to, it, it would have been Quinn, Quinn is invisible, and we are now on to Pregnart. Uh, Pregnart casts, wait, how far is he away from, uh, from Ebenezer Jr.? From Junior? Eben, from, there, you, there, they, Ebenezer, like, wait, I mean, I mean the one we're looking. Wait, hang future on. Ebenezer. <laughs> with with I, uh, with Pregnart's passive perception, does he notice any any name tag on future Ebenezer? My God, no, he does not. That's unfortunate. All right, uh, <laughs> Pregnart, how far how far away is Pregnart from future Ebenezer? I'm trying to remember. You you flew up a little bit, but you were. You were a little ways back from Jarrell because he had cast protection from evil and good on you, so you were kind of set if you were separated. I think you were 30 feet from Jarrell. Again, audience, if I'm wrong on this, whatever, I am the DM, so I'm making shit up, and that's where they are now. I, Isn't I it, think is it reasonable I that I can move up? Is it reasonable that I can move up uh, to to within uh, 90 feet of uh, future future? I would Abby? say that you are already within 90 feet of future Ebenezer. I'm gonna call him Nezzy from now on. I'm going to set my sights on Nezzy, and uh, I'm going to cast Watery Sphere at him. Okay. Tell me what happens. Um, with Watery Sphere, uh, I can uh, cast a Sphere of Water uh, with a five-foot radius at a point that I see within range. Um, about Any creature in the sphere's space must make a strength saving throw. On a successful save, a creature is ejected from that space to the nearest unoccupied space, um, so on and so forth. Uh, on a failed save, a uh, creature is restrained by the sphere and engulfed by the water. At the end of each of its turns, a restrained target can repeat the saving throw, ending the effect on itself on a success. Okay, so making a strength save. That's right. Nat one. Son of a bitch. Ooh, it's going back Ooh, in the bag. Grave in the sky. It's getting it's, juicy. So what? Nezzy's so, going back to the icy depths of a watery sphere. So he's inside the sphere. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, so the sphere, this water, this sphere of water just engulfs the form mm-hmm. of future Ebenezer. Is there damage associated with this as well? Uh, but, but do or is he just I mean, restrained? I think he's just restrained. Hang on. Let yeah. Me, what's me, the, what, yeah. What's the actual condition? Button. This is cool. Interesting. I don't think this is the first time we've used this one. I'm pretty sure. I think so. Yeah. I think. Uh, I think he's just restrained. I think this is the first time we've used it against, like, an enemy, per se. I think I might have used it before as, like, an instrument to, like, make my way through something. Sure. That sounds... Or maybe I just planned to. Who knows? I may have just shot a sunbeam out my ass for... for good measure. Yeah, yeah, it is... It does... It does say... (laughs) Yeah, it's just... It is just restraint. Um... So and he will repeat the save on each of his turns. Oh, so just to have a just remind everybody, restrained means that the creature has a speed of zero and can't benefit from any bonuses to speed. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage. Nicole, mm-hmm. uh, and attack creatures attack rolls have disadvantage. So he can still attack. He just can't. He's at disadvantage, and the creature has disadvantage on deck saves. Okay. Okay. I should clarify help. before the end of Pregnard's turn too. Um, I had put protection from evil and good on him, but then later I used Aura of Life, and that's the one I currently have on. So Pregnard does not have the protection from evil and good. Jarrell has a thirty-foot radius of Aura of Life for the next couple minutes. And um, I'm going to use a uh, sorcery. I'm going to use a sorcery point. To used uh, to use a, a quickened spell to cast message. <laughs> oh yeah, I have okay. to use two. I have to use two sorcery points for that. And um, I'm gonna I'm gonna use it for message. Uh-huh. <laughs> and and I'm gonna ask uh, Nezzy. Um, are you? Ebenezer, or are you Ebenezer Jr.? He replies, I am the most perfect version of me. Hmm. Wait, can I respond again? <laughs> no. No, you cannot. <laughs> Uh, that's action, that's bonus action, that's movement. It seems like we've hit your action economy, so we are moving down to Hedrick. Um, Hedrick had just cast Crown of Stars. Yes, you did. So he would target... You, did you, 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 you fired one moat so far, correct? Or have you I, not fired any? I don't think I fired a single one, because... Yeah, I think you just cast it, and then it's... Because you cast it at the, as, like, a on your last turn but you did some other stuff so yeah i think my bonus action was to inspire somebody and then my action was to get the stars going correct and i believe that now you can fire a star as a as using your bonus action if you wanted to yep. correct cool yep um i i have a note here uh i'm 60 feet away okay and also like Jarrell's aura is only for 30 feet is that correct so, um, Hedrick's gonna fly forward uh, to get within the aura, just normal movement, and then he's going to fire a moat with uh, advantage. Yes, you have advantage on the attack. Oh, it's a natural twenty. 
That's uh, uh, yeah. That's that's a crit we'd like to see. So this is interesting, as they are d12s. I believe it's a uh, it's four. Yeah. So what's twelve? But 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 twelve oh, times. 40. But twelve times yeah. four is forty-eight. So forty-eight yeah. plus forty twelve. find one. I didn't want to pour out my whole bag. <laughs> I, I feel the same way. It's like the, the, the die that I'm looking for is always the one that's like the deepest within the bag. Uh, 23. 23 plus 48, 71. The moat from your crown fires straight into this um, watery sphere. You can kind of see the silhouette of you know, future Ebenezer inside of just this swirling, like, globe of water, essentially, right? Um, and it pierces him straight in the chest. There is a large flash as it explodes with radiant energy. And after your eyes kind of adjust to the light, you can see that his form has split. Um, and that same energy you guys saw in Ardwall like like the wispy like soul like energy that's been that was like floating around like all the stuff um bursts out from the watery sphere and st heads straight for hedrick hedrick please make me a what kind of save would this be hold on let me just let me just look please make me an intelligence saving throw Intelligence saving throw. Correct. Okay. A 15. Hedrick, you feel this energy kind of like course through your body and begin to assault your mind. You almost feel as though your consciousness is being almost pulled to the backdrop. You know this, have you ever, has, has, ever, has anyone seen here seen get out mm -hmm. okay I uh, okay well just the pulling of like your vision and your consciousness almost back from your eyes so it's almost like you're starting to feel as though you're losing control of your own body um this and is, this is just a reaction to him taking radiant damage like that you'd it's it's the reaction it's just what happened after the explosion and his form split because you can see now that his semi-metallic body, right, or like you know, you know whatever was forming that, has now like broken into pieces. Like like the arms and legs are detached, right? The chest is is just blown open. The head was detached as well, and just it's just kind of it's all just swirling around in the water. But you are now possessed, Hedrick. So when we reach your turn next, um, I'm gonna suggest some things for you to do, and you will likely have no choice but to do them. Uh, the rest of you see this happen to Hedrick. You see this sort of like wispy like energy like just like hit hit Hedrick like a sack of bricks and you kind of like see him like kind of float back just sort of like limp for a moment and then he kind of comes back upright and his eyes are glowing a deep green. 
Deep green. Deep green. And you hear the voice of future Ebenezer speak through Hedrick's lips. There's no way you win this. Let me do what I need to do and stop meddling in my affairs. You already had the chance to work with me before. I offered you salvation. I offered you glory and opportunity and you spat in my face. If you do not wish to see your precious companion die, cease what you are doing now and return to wherever the fuck you came from. Hmm? Or actually, you know what? Should I, should I do that in a Hedrick accent instead since it's coming through his vocal cords? Yeah. yeah. It works either way. I, I just want to add, I do have my feature Fool's Luck. And uh-huh. I did not. I did not think of it at the time. I could have added a D twelve, possibly twelve, to that roll. That's cool. Um, well, I might you, need it for another saving. Throw, you so. you you still have that, <laughs> and I would be happy to use that feature. Thank you, Hedrick. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's. It, I think that would be appropriate. You know, like, um, it gets so, uh, turned back on me after uh, the D. So Hedrick. Excuses. If I if I were to remember correctly, so that that that's that what that's what happened on your turn, and you failed this save. And guess whose turn it is next? None other than the future Nebuchadnezzar. And he slash Hedrick turns to uh, Eeny Meeny Miny Boris, and let's look at your sheet, bud. Let's look at your sheet. Let's see what we got. Always a bad sign when Frank gets really excited about something like this. <laughs> I'm gonna have Hedrick make the rolls, though. I want, I want, I want Phil to to roll. To feel for... like he's doing this to yeah. us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna choose the actions, but I will let Phil roll for them. We'll we'll play it out that way so that there's this honesty, this contract we have with each other, where you know I'm just borrowing Hedrick for a little bit here. So, Hedrick. Give me a single target spell you have. What's a nice single target damage spell you got? Uh, he still has six motes of light flying around his Oh, yeah, that right? sounds great. Um, Hedrick, Hedrick uh, slash Ebenezer is going to fire as a bonus action one of those motes of light at you. Boris, uh, Hedrick, would you like to roll that for me, please? Boris, how close are you to me? I'm, like, on top of you, basically. Uh, I think... Uh... It's an eight plus. It's an eight on the die. Uh, and that's gonna be plus your spell attack mm-hmm. bonus, your range spell attack bonus. So that would be charisma plus proficiency. Oh, it's plus. It's plus ten. Eighteen. And Jarrell, is there anything that you're doing in response here? Um, I can only uh give advantage on spells protection against spells or uh, like roles that she would make um, any pr- do you have your is, 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 does your protection fighting style count here or does it not count for range feet. attacks Five oh okay that's well, why i keep asking how far everyone well she said well she said oh i thought i thought i thought boris had said that she had moved next to you like we're like on top of each other. No, uh, I said well, on top of you. Yeah, you're on top of each if other. If that's the case, then I can use moved my protection fighting I... style. So that's I'm a like reaction. Right next to you with my. Yeah. Right. So I believe that that's a reaction, and that you would be using your. You would be giving her what, like plus three AC? I think Dis- it is. Disadvantage on the oh. attack. Roll another one, Phil, please. Oh, 
That's a 15 total. So there's a 15 hit your AC, Nicole, or Boris. I think, no, I think 18 was your AC, if I recall no, correctly. It's 17. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, uh, the moat misses. Jarrell, yeah, Jarrell, Jarrell sees it coming and just quickly deflects it in another direction, and it sails off in, into the into the distance. Um, if you could see close enough, you would see a little tear starting to form and drip yeah. down each cheek. Yeah, because Hedrick, it literally, yeah, nice. Um, so it, it literally feels like you are just a spectator. Like you're like your 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 body is moving involuntarily. Like every everything you're doing to fight this, like you cannot seem to gain control right now like you're, you're you're fighting with everything you have but you feel like you're losing your grip on on your own like mortal form essentially um, while this is happening um, as an action Ebenezer slash Hedrick will then fly uh, angrily um, towards Boris and Jarrell uh, uh, Boris your reaction does trigger do you stab Hedrick I was worried that was going to happen. Do I have the option to stab somebody lightly? Probably not, right? That's no. not a thing. You, 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 you roll damage, yes. You roll yeah, the damage. Yeah. I mean, Do I, I, I guess, I guess we could try to... I guess we could... Hedrick. Hang on, get, let me... Let me. I was going to say, and we could house rule some sort of, like, punch-pulling thing, right? But, like... As far as the rules, like there's not necessarily anything except for like if you were to reduce a creature to zero, you can choose to knock them out instead. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna like non fade Yeah, I'd, I'd stab. I. Yep. Yep. Boris. With the intention in of knocking reaction. him out, you stab him in the face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe not in the face. I think he needs the, the face is the money maker. Let's not like you know what I mean. Yeah. Like I'm. Sh- no, I'm like, gonna I'm gonna stab for guts. You can use you can lose a significant amount of intestine and still be totally fine as a human being. So Hedrick, you you can oh, right, see from. To- you can see from this, you know, like internal perspective that you have of what's happening. Boris essentially winding up the dagger. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess I'm also like, I guess like gonna like kind of, right? Because I'm throwing it. It does more damage that way. So like I'm like. You're gonna it throw it them. within. Yeah, just throw it within <laughs> that five feet, just as he's approaching. Yeah, yeah <laughs> makes throw sense. It and also mouth the word sorry as I'm throwing it at him. How very Canadian of you. How very Canadian yep. of you. Um, and then, okay, wait. Okay, my roll was not fantastic at 21 for the hit. Hedrick, does 21 hit your AC? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Well. Okay, so I might give it. Okay, let's see what I do to Hedrick. <laughs> Looks like you still have some temp HP to burn through, so. Um. Wait. Did you did you break free from the sphere? No. No. no the mode of light. The, the Yes. Like okay. the, the 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 form of future Ebenezer that was there is no longer is just is broken apart and just swirling around in there. Okay. Uh. Do we want to just hand wave and ignore this? But I I made the mistake of uh casting it midair because you can it can only hover uh, up to ten feet off the ground. Well, you it's okay. If any, water, it, no, because right? if any, because if anything, like it's just going to start. Like now, the parts of him are going to start plummeting to the ground, including the scythe. so it's so. Uh, you know, the scythe is is it, it does, that does not appear to be there. That is a great question. Mm. That is mm. a great question. 
The scythe is not among the things that are floating around in there. Because I always right. suspected the scythe turn. had more power than Ebenezer did. That's why mm -hmm. he needed it so bad. Well, he needed the other. He needed the other thing that you guys have pretty badly too. But uh, I guess that was the next best thing. Forty-four was the math, also. So right now he needs a doctor. How much? <laughs> Forty-four. Forty-four okay. damage. That brings through the twenty. 20 temp HP buffer plus yep. then an additional 24 from your max HP. It's okay. Hedrick looks hurt, but uh, you know, there's like a pained cry that you can hear in almost the dual voice of Hedrick and uh, and future Ebenezer. Like their voices are almost like happening at the same time. It definitely took a chunk out of him. Hey, uh, Phil, can we try something? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to count three, two, one, and you and I both just go, ah! All right, you ready? <laughs> okay. You ready? Three, two, one. Ah! All right, uh, that would be the, that's your reaction. He will now continue with the action um, as before. And you see that future, or excuse, Hedrick slash Ebenezer goes to pull out um, Hedrick's, uh, what is it? Uh, your rapier. Okay. Um, and as it comes out from the sheath, it all of a sudden like it just kind of gets keeps getting longer and longer and longer, and then it just like explodes with this black energy, and it's the scythe. Fantastic! Wow. Okie dokie. Uh, and he will make an attack roll against Boris because Jarell doesn't have another reaction to use. <laughs> So, yeah, does a 21 hit your AC? Only a little bit. <laughs> Damn it, friend. Don't ask it every time. She's at her I, AC with 17. I know. Leave I'm it sorry. At I just you really know like you're hitting her with a giant size. Really like <laughs> I just really like asking sometimes. It just it feels procedural, right? Like it's just it's, it feels right. <laughs> Probably should have saved my reaction instead of stabbing Hedrick there. Take. It, it, it was a natural instinct sort of thing. You can't help that stuff. Yeah. You're going to take 16 slashing damage. That's oh, not that bad. I'm fine. And uh, 12 necrotic damage. Oh. oh, you're resistant to necrotic damage while you're in 30 feet of me. Six necrotic damage. <laughs> okay. Wait, 16 piercing and six necrotic. I don't have anything that saves me from piercing, do I? No. Okay, so 20... And it was slashing, not piercing. Oh, okay. 22 damage. Oh, God. I had to Forrest roll that one because it was, yeah. Forrest is looking slightly ragged up in the sky there. <laughs> and that would be the end of the, that turn. Um, I will make you save again, Hedrick. Oh, right. Um, at the end of your next, when we That's get to I your turn, as, next as initiative. Next yeah. Turn. yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're going to go to, because I just feel like hey, I'm not trying to just steal you forever. I mean, you know, there should be an element of you trying to fight out of that. So moving on, we are going to Jarell. Jarell, your friend, your possessed friend stands before you and just uh, really hurt your other friend. Um, Jarell floats towards Hedrick, puts his hand on his forehead and goes, be gone! And uh, uses cleansing touch. Um, what does that I, do? I, I end a spell. You end a spell. 
on um, another willing creature by touch. This is not a spell. Oh, well, apparently that was wasted then. It was, unfortunately. <laughs> Damn it. Um, were there any other spells affecting you, Hedrick? Any beneficial spells or anything like that that you had on yourself before? I don't. Th- oh, actually, yeah, it does. Uh, fly ends. <laughs> and now Hedrick slash future Ebenezer. You did say Ebenezer. a willing creature, though, right? Yeah. Does, oh, does it have to make us? Does he have to make it? Well, okay. Hedrick would be willing, but currently it's it's it, it is and it isn't Hedrick. So this is kind of a weird conundrum to have here, because technically, right now, Hedrick is unwilling. Is there any what? additional ruling for that? If not, that's fine. What I will try to do is I will just have a roll happen here if there isn't a ruling for this. Like, I'm going to add one. Is Hedrick willing to follow to the sky right now? What's up? Are either of them willing to fall out of the sky right now? I was going to say, um, (laughs) could we do a straight D20 roll off? And whoever's higher has that say. Can choose to be willing or, yeah. you know, yeah. I, yeah, I like that. Dude, I like that. That's a great idea. Look at us okay. making up rules no, as we go no along. Mods, just no straight, mods, just straight uh, up D20. You ready? Okay. Yep. Let's go. One, two, two, three. Oh, all right. I got to take a picture. I got to take a picture. There are one or a 20, that means. Did you roll another 20? All we know is he didn't reach down before he grabbed the phone. So it's a genuine picture. Uh-huh. Yeah, put it in the put it in the chat. This is the best I can here. Oh, oh that's my two already. goodness! Well, Hedrick, folks, unnatural. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, yeah, I would say that you get to make this save or make the determination here. Are you a willing creature, Hedrick? Very willing creature. I've you would like more willing in my entire life. You feel this, uh, you feel the, yeah, like Hedrick, you briefly regain control of your senses for a moment. The problem, but again, I, I mean, I did already kind of describe what was going to happen here. Uh, Hedrick is willing. A spell will end. The only spell I know that's on Hedrick is fly. Is but fly. we have uh, to respect. Stars? Oh, you know. Okay, I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll something then, and we'll figure out which one gets ended. Do you have? Because you does. Did you get to choose? Like it just says. Like, can you give me the full? Yeah, you know, let's read the full thing of this spell because I want to make sure that we get this right because this is kind of important. All I have is cleansing touch, charisma modifier, prolonged rest. As an action, I can end one spell oh, okay, on me it. or another willing creature by touch. Okay, so you can choose what spell to end. You were trying to end. The possession. Possession. I thought that that might be a spell. If I got to choose, I would definitely end the motes of light on him. I, I feel like that makes the most sense, and I think you do get to choose. So yeah, motes of the the the, the crown of stars. As cool as it was, it's definitely probably the best thing to it's end not on Hedrick. Be shot at us you don't want those getting shot at you anymore. That is no, very smart, and I, I think smart, that that's man. the play. That's the play. So yeah, crown of stars ends. So those motes of light that were shedding this bright light around Hedrick's head are now gone. Um, anything that's your action, Jarrell? Um, so Boris is looking hurt. The, I don't think the rest of us have been hit yet, right? I think, uh, yeah, and you know, I, I mean, Hedrick looks hurt. I've taken <laughs> a little bit of damage. <laughs> Yeah, I'll do it now. I'll I'll do my turn the tide now. 
Okay, and you're choosing okay. to not include Hedrick in this group of people you are selecting, I'm assuming, correct? Well, I don't want Hedrick to die. No, but her, currently Hedrick's body is possessed, so... I thought my my uh, cleansing touch might remove that, but I don't know if I have anything that can even remove a possession right now, except for obviously a ceremony. <laughs> exorcism time. <laughs> we don't have time. We're going to pull another time. exorcism right now. Or we do have time. <laughs> um, let me see. Time for an expressorcism. 1d6 plus my charisma modifier, so... What, Dave? Expressorcism's pretty good. <laughs> they, they, they got a smile from me, for sure. <laughs> uh, we all get 6 HP back. Okay. So everyone who... Besides, except for Hedrick, or including Hedrick? Um... I'll include Hedrick. All right, Hedrick, <laughs> go ahead and add 6 HP back to your... <laughs> your health. Thanks. Hey. That's a very Jarell thing to do. Yeah. Heal your friend who is currently your enemy, but is still your friend. In fact, I'll give you DM's inspiration for that. Ooh, nice. Haven't given that out in a while, I feel like. So, you know, it's it's high time. Yeah, it's high time we gave that out. This is this is important stuff that we got going on right now. So we might as well, you know, give you something to save for a particularly difficult thing that's happening. So uh, that would be all of the stuff that's happening on the enemy's turn. Um, we're going to go or, and then that's, that's Jarrell. He's got nothing yeah, else right. happening with you. Sorry. No. Um, anything else happening? No, nothing. Great. Uh, zero. What do you choose hey. to do? This, well, this situation I was going, got a little more complicated. Yeah, I was going to look to the sphere and see if the scythe was left there, but since that's not an option just yet, looking at my tool bag and everything here looks like a hammer. Or a Gatling gun. Which is just a yeah. very fast firing hammer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all metaphorical. Um, hmm. Are we about to start a debate now on our Discord? Is a crossbow just a hammer with a pointy, pointy end? It's just a yes. ranged hammer. <laughs> I was gonna say a hammer can be ranged. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes. sure can. I'm not sure that's a. We're all familiar with Thor. Comparison, yeah. Yes, and if you get hit by a ranged hammer, you will be Thor. Um, well, yeah, we're going to have to shoot our way through this problem, but we're going to be nice and we're not going to do any sharp shooting. We're just going to do our regular combat roundy shooting and try to gently encourage uh, this spirit to leave Hedrick alone by. I I don't think it I don't think it wants to. Just remember, no touching of the face or hair. Fair enough. All right. So that's the last, that's using... the last statement Hedrick gets to make before he loses Good. control again. And I, I feel like that's a statement that he made by the way he lived his life. We understand. We all so understand. So we won't be using sharpshooter. We'll just do be doing three shots to center of mass. Mm-hmm. 
And that'll be, let's see, a 17 to 13, so a 30. Yep. Uh, let's see, an 18 on the die, so that's a crit. Mm-hmm. And, oh, you crit and, on 18s now. Fuck. Yeah, I crit on 18s now. Um, and let's see, 8 plus 13 is still a 21. Okay. All right, so. Damage. Let's two see it. Plus. I love that. D10. Where'd that D10 go? All that beautiful D10 footage. All right, so. We dropped that one on the floor. All right, so that tells us that we weren't supposed to use it. Moving on. Falling damage. Yeah. So mm-hmm. let's see. That's three plus six, so nine. Twelve. And crit, which is going to be ten. Plus five, so that's fifteen. Plus six, twenty-one. Nine, twelve, twenty-one. It's 30, 42. Wow. Of okay, so just your C damage. Let me get this right. The first one was like 21. Uh, my lowest big? on the dot, my lowest total was a 21 against AC. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure like damage total. Damage total uh, 9, 12, and 21 were my three totals. Oh, okay. Okay. I subtracted a whole lot more. Yep. Because nope. you were giving me a dice roll totals. Yeah, sorry about that. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> okay, yeah. so nope. I have Nine. my original, and the total is... Is 42. 9, 12, and 21. Okay, okay. 42 I'm damage. 40. <laughs> Applied directly to the yeah, center of no, mass. That's the calculated total. <laughs> um, All right. Okay. Uh, and let's ran, see. Ran Other than that. Uh, uh, we're going to move. We are going to uh, still keep that 30-ish feet of distance I had between myself and, um, and uh, well, what is now Hedger. Yeah, but Hedrick, we're, yeah, and we're going to move towards the sphere, but keeping 30 feet from Hedrick, and that'll be my 30 feet of move. So hopefully that puts me maybe about 15 feet closer to the sphere, sort of on, okay. you know, at an angle. Okay. All right. So that's the end of your turn. We're going to move to the top of initiative before we do. Some stuff's happening now. Um, Boris, because you kind of noticed fucking everything with your crazy passive perception. Um, below you, you're starting to see that, you know, there's there's more impacts now happening on all of the protective domes that are kind of surrounding and like popping up in different places, uh, you know, down in Ool below you. Um, you can see like the impact of these columns, right? Of like falling Modron, like impacting these domes. And you can kind of almost see like a ripple of like magical energy, like from every hit. And those ripples, like in some of these domes are now starting to like hit each other. And like the, the protection itself looks to be failing. Um, so it does appear that some of the protections now down on the surface are failing and the Modrons are getting through. You can It's hard to tell what else is happening, but you could definitely tell that those bubbles are not holding up very well. Um, above you, all you can see now is essentially, it almost looks like a thunderstorm, like a lightning storm is happening because it's just literally a cloud of dust and then just flashing lights constantly. 
but you can't actually see the battle that is happening above you anymore, aside from just the now like constant flashing of lights and sounds of distant explosions. Uh, but you can, but you, and you know, you can hear throughout it all though, Vecna just cackling, you know, um, but not really saying anything quite yet. Just you know, they're they're still Im- deeply embroiled in battle. Can I tell where in this cloud the cackling is coming from? Or? It's very loud and echoing all over the place. Yeah, it would be it's hard to like pinpoint. Thunder. Yeah, because it's, it's it's almost like yeah, it booms like almost through you, right? Because his voice is just so deep and like so loud that it's kind of hard to just like pinpoint it to a specific direction besides up. We'll just get Javrel to use his divine sense. No big deal. <laughs> um, so that's what's happening there. Um, so th- as far as the bubble that's surrounding like the tower area, that seems to still be holding up because there is a fair bit of spells being like flung into the air at these columns that are descending upon that particular area. Because it seems like that's, I remember describing the last time that like they were kind of almost seemed like they were trying to funnel people towards the tower area and like get them maybe underground or something like that or get them into the tower. Um, but uh, that still seems to be holding up because that's where all of the people who are helping you fly right now currently are. Yeah, it's right. important to that's note right. what's happening with that since that's the only reason y'all are up here to begin with, with this sort of modified fly spell that you are uh, all enchanted with. Um, so it's very important that the people who are concentrating on keeping this active on you are uh, not interrupted or under duress. Boris, go ahead. It's your turn. Okay. Well, if the people of the tower look fine, I'm going to ignore everything else that's happening below for now. Um, I could probably kill Hedrick here, but I don't think I actually want to do that. You could reduce Hedrick to zero and not kill him, but knock him yeah, unconscious. Yeah, yeah, sorry. But do like, is that is that our goal? Do we want? I don't know. I, it, it doesn't really. It, it's 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 not. That's for not for me to decide. Well, okay, I don't I know thought... what aura of life would do in that situation either. That's like <laughs> once he's at zero, he's at one. Well, I'm saying that currently Hedrick is hostile. You know what I mean? Like, right. So it, it would not automatically affect him. He's not technically an ally currently. It just it also, heals all living creatures. All, yeah, okay. Well, like, I mean, I you know, that's up to you. Kind of one of the functions of it. I guess we'll see what happens when that moment comes up. He uses non-lethal smites. Oh <laughs> I, and I mean, I saw Zero shoot him, so I'm assuming that the goal is to continue shooting Hedrick here. That's going to be Boris's quick decision making. And she is, I mean, and again, I guess we're still in the same formation, right? So Jarrell's still within five feet of his. So yeah, he just put his just hand on his forehead. Right, so. Yep, so Boris is just going to, you know, thip a little dagger Quick from, flick. like, I don't know, like, between Jarrell's legs, just like. <laughs> and I could have sworn I made this. You didn't throw it right there. I could have sworn I said that this dagger did more damage when you didn't throw it. I'm pretty I sure. I more when it did. Let me take a look. Because it felt like it made more sense that if you're stabbing someone with it, instead of throwing it at them, because you're up and close and personal, you should be rewarded with like an additional d4 of damage i feel like is what it was supposed yeah, you're to be. right deals plus one d4 damage in melee range 
Yeah, I that's what I thought. Read my character sheet. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I guess instead, then, since I'm right there, I actually. You, you know, stab him. Come around and go. Sorry, Hedrick, and stab him in the gut. At two, Boris. <laughs> uh, and that's a twenty-eight. So I'm pretty sure that hits. Yeah, sure does. Let's see the damage. <laughs> With the sneak attack. Oh, well, that's not great. 38. 38 piercing damage. Magical. What's Hedrick got left? Let's see. No way. <laughs> Dose hit points. Ah, ah, ah. One, Perfect. Two, it, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Yeah, he's not looking great. And again, you know, another pained cry from the company of uh, Hebenezer, Hedrenezer. Yeah, I don't like he- any of it. Hedrenezer. I, I used my bonus action to hide behind Jarrell while saying, Sorry, Hedrick, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, you Well, your bonus action would have to be to disengage. Not to hide. Oh yeah. Okay. If you want to, ju- if you want to try to move away from Hedrick and then use your bonus action to hide, I'm gonna get an opportunity attack. We are sorry, sorry. You know what, Hedrick? That's I, I didn't mean to not include you. We we are going to get an opportunity attack. Disengage. I just use it to disengage, not actually. Okay. Hide. How far back do you move then? Do you just move behind Jarrell? You're not hiding. You just yeah, just move. just behind Jarrell. Just just so put you like just put Jarrell yeah. between the two of you, essentially. Yes, yeah, basically. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, essentially, functionally, it will kind of work to be the same here. It's just that yeah, you're not going to get swung at. Yeah. Um. When you're moving away. All right. Perfect. That's going to take us to Pregnart. Pregnart, something's this, this bad. This is really bad. Your friend is now possessed. You saw the same thing happen to your hamster friend. You know, you know, you know about the dangers of possession now, right? And this watery sphere, we're going to say, is also starting to plummet now to the to the ground. <laughs> I think I, I think I know the cure for this possession. What do you got? I'm going to cast confusion. Okay, what's the save? <laughs> wisdom. Hey, this is oh, yeah, a wisdom save. Uh, go ahead, Hedrick. Make a wisdom save, please. Mm-hmm. I think he's got it. Just double checking. Yeah. That is a seven. Okay. It's not going to pass. <laughs> All right. You see, yeah, that the spell. So what does it look like? Uh, what is the? What does your confusion spell magic look like as it affects Hedrick? You know what I mean? Like, we never really. Like, I just think that I feel like Pregnart spells must look really interesting. I'm going to twiddle my fingers around and mouth uh, some nonsense, but what I'm saying doesn't match the nonsense that I'm mouthing. And what what I what everybody actually hears is just a jumble of crazy syllables with like odd words thrown in like tuberculosis and aubergine and ploy. <laughs> so what I'd like to picture is uh, from Hedrick Nezer's perspective um, it's the Saving Private Ryan moment where he's been shell-shocked and it's he just got this dagger like in his gut and then he's slowly panning past Jarrell you know and past Zero and then he sees this frog man 
waving his arms and like shouting that <laughs> in slow motion with that ringing. Yeah. Um, Ebenezer almost. Ebenezer's voice almost starts to speak, but then all that is able to come out is blubber. <laughs> Mucklucks. I got that reference. Shout out to all those who get that reference. Anyways, moving on. Um, anything else on your turn, Pregnart? That is. Oh, wait, a, hang on. A, I think that comes along with some damage. Let me. I don't think confusion does. You roll a d10 to determine what actions it takes. I believe. Oh, okay. Um, I, I think that happens on his next turn. I have you roll a d10, and then that's how that's that's what happens, right? Because there's a should be a table yep. associated with confusion. Mm -hmm. He can do nothing. He can walk in a direction. Right, he would okay. He, yeah, attack the nearest ally. Yada yada. I see, I see, I see. Uh, yeah, I think that's all I do. Okay, sounds good. Um, Hedrenezer is confused. We're gonna go to Hedrick's turn. Hedrick, please repeat the intelligence saving throw for me. Um, I guess I guess you would have advantage. Still, maybe. Because you are within well, five feet of Jarrell, maybe. If you want to be nice, yeah, I'll be nice. First one's a thirteen. <laughs> he says with the a smile. The second one's a natural twenty. A different die. That's number three tonight. Balbes Bufant. Something happens here. Hedrick, you feel like, okay, it's almost like it's, it's, it's if, like, as like you were moving f deeper and deeper and further and further back from your, like, from just your perception of, like, what's happening outside of your eyes. Your, your attention slams back to the front. And this burst of energy comes out from Hedrick. And again, it's that big wisp. And you just kind of see it, like, shake violently and then just head straight for and into the ley line. I'll be nice. Um, as he said uh, earlier as, with a smile. Hedrick's eyes kind of like roll back and wiggle in his head, and he comes to. Uh, you can faintly hear the muttered words. Oh, taste it. <laughs> <laughs> wow! What a callback! What a callback! <laughs> As he can't believe what has just happened to him, uh, usually um, having someone else inside him doesn't bother him as much. Uh huh. That's that's good to know about Hedrick, I suppose. Yeah. Um, well, Hedrick looks terrible, and the that wispy form uh, that had possessed him has now blasted into the ley line. And for right now, we're gonna drop from initiative. Hi everybody, what's going on? What's how's everybody feeling? I mean, it's obviously suboptimal. Yeah. Um, there's no immediate reaction from the ley line. Hedrick has to cure some wounds on himself. Yeah, that's He's fine. Do you have a second? Two HP. Thanks for letting me play Hedrick for uh, for a hot minute there. That was fun. That was fun. You know, I don't play bards very often, so this I just feel like this was my chance. <laughs> uh, Pregnart turns to Jarrell and he says, "Do we do we need a peanut butter cup?" 
I can't tell yet. I don't know if we're winning or losing. <laughs> Again, just uh, the, the sounds of explosions and battle happening above you. More and more of these bubbles are starting to fail down on the surface. You can see now that there's actually been sort of a, a network, like almost like they have like a central bubble now around like the tower area and then a, a ring of them that surround the outer walls that surround that campus. So there's almost like stat, they're like stacked up now, forming almost like overlapping layers of protection. Do we go help the people or do we try to end that battle up there? It seems like if we could get rid of that giant robot god, perhaps the rest of the Modrons would leave as well. And that leaves us Vecna still, but... <laughs> if... I've got Vecna. Boris swaps her dagger for her shard and just... Shoo. Oh, oh she is she does. still trying to, like, give Vecna oh, back the I'm shard? I'm still trying to stab Vecna with the shard. I still think that's the best idea. By stab, you essentially mean give him back. <laughs> become one once more with the missing piece of himself that I'm sure could only make him weaker, yeah. <laughs> it's a future him. It's like putting a, 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 a bag of holding inside a bag of holding. It'll just like, right? Yeah, it's like good for bag. the whole universe. <laughs> Everyone. This is solid right. logic. I agree. I can't um, find any faults or cracks in this, in this <laughs> kind of logic. <laughs> Is anyone trying to stop Boris from chasing? Um, because you said you're just off. You're like you're you you you're you. That's it. You're 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 back off to the races. Is that right, Boris? Like you haven't like okay, this problem. Yeah, is I gone heard for that leaves Vecna. I said I've got Vecna, and like as I swapped daggers and shooped. <laughs> Okay, uh, what's what's it? What's the plan for everybody else? I want to make sure I get what everyone else wants to do before the next thing happens. Um, you can Just... hear Hedrick uh, trying to sing a song as he's healing himself um, with spits of like gurgled blood, <laughs> like through his throat. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of that going on for you right now. <laughs> We battle for freedom, or haven't you heard? We've been sent to the past, and we'll save the world. I guess things won't be the same, but who can tell? Will our actions restore the planes again? It's the final showdown. Jarrell would shout out to Boris. Boris, stop and get back here. Don't give him that back. Uh, and then he's trying to at least get zero and pregnant with him for whichever we if we go up or down that's how about this Jarrell? roll me a persuasion check and boris you either roll an insight or you can tell me whether maybe you just make a role-playing decision whether you want to actually like maybe stop for a second and consider what Jarrell has to say so i'll let you i'll we'll, we'll just we'll let you decide based on this role here Jarrell, make me a make me a persuasion check please 27 27 now Boris, how how hard is your heart set on just 
going on this solo mission. Fuck everybody else. And let's go stab Vecna by ourselves. Um, like on a scale of one to uh, like like an absolute zealot here. Like where would you where would you say that you fall? She's pretty sure that this will do something. Well, <laughs> yeah, like, but you're you're still running on impulse. off of the midline towards this possibly being a pro. <laughs> okay, which was enough for her to shoot off and go decide to do it. Right. Um, <laughs> so. At this point, then, would you say that you would want to roll an insight here to try to see if you have that hesitation, or do you? Are we? Are you going to just say, "Nah, uh, let's just let's take a moment and talk"? Yeah. Okay. Boris will stop where she is. She doesn't turn around, but she hasn't gotten very far yet. Like that anime, like the like that anime, like stop. You like just turn your head over your shoulder for a little bit to like (laughs) talk. You know, like that quick. You know, dramatic no, I mean, okay, sort of she's thing. Not, she's not still firing into the cloud because, as you mentioned, it's getting like right dusty up there. So she still wants to yes. be able to like see. So you know, she actually stops and like turns, I guess, in midair. Jarrell um, floats over to her. Um, do you know what that is that you have in your hand? Part of Vecna, but not from now. And. Why do you think giving that back to him will help us? Well, I feel like stabbing him with it'll just kind of break him. I stabbing him with anything would be helpful except that. <laughs> Why do you think stabbing him with this will be bad? Because it just completes him further. I'm fairly certain he's either been using that specifically or looking for it, one of the two. Can Jarrell roll a history or a religion check to know if he knows more about that? I feel like I have in the past and didn't know much. About what, uh, about what exactly? The shards of Vecna. Um, sure. Why not? Now that now that they've actually been properly identified, because like when you all when everyone was just seeking out all the different pieces, that everything came together, like all the scrying gems and the orb and the you know what I mean. Like that wasn't the completed third eye at that point either, but those right. were definitely slightly different shapes than these particular shards because these are the shards of the completed third eye. All right, I used my inspiration and I got a nineteen. Okay, so this is a lesser known artifact. Uh, the, the more well known artifacts of Vecna, right, are the ones that I feel like you know we all and then in the meta we all know about, right? The his 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 left hand and his left eye. Um, no one really talks about the third eye, but you know, there's been some legends and some lore that you know the, the archivists of the Archclerisy of Valen managed to preserve that just spoke of you know this, this artifact of dark power that gave Vecna sight beyond sight. But when he was imprisoned um, in like somewhere deep in the outer planes in, in in this like sort of like like I mean like absolute like fortress of a prison that only housed him um you know th- this was the artifact that I guess like you know he had in his possession and was u- trying to use to essentially like see into other planes and and and, and, and assault them um but th- it was once he was imprisoned it was destroyed and and its pieces were scattered um so I tell that to Boris this is specifically what you're trying to hit him with. In Vecna's hands, you would you could assume that this would probably be 
one of the worst, like if it, 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 especially in its completed form. You have no idea what a shard would do, but in its completed form, it would probably be one of the worst things that could happen to the world and the known universe as we know it. And multi-dimensional versions of said universe. Support mm-hmm. so like looks at it in her in her hand for a second, and then like looks at Jarell and kind of looks at the cloud, and is just like, okay, so he should never get this then. Don't just throw it down. We have to keep it with us. I love that you. I, I love that you're already anticipating what her next move is. You have to talk her out of it before she even starts to. You know what I mean? Like you just have to. You have to start talking her out of it before it's even a thing. Because if you don't, she's just gonna do it. Right. This is our. Because this is our her timer, timer. is really short. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what we love about you, honestly. Thank you for bringing the, the another timer to the table. <laughs> the, the one second long timer. There is oh, always God. a timer. Yours is just the shortest one here. <laughs> so uh, so far. Like, well, well, we want to, de- or why wouldn't we want to destroy it then? We do want to destroy it, but we don't have the means right now. And just throwing it somewhere random, he's going to be able to get it in a couple of seconds. Well, yeah, yeah safe, I wasn't going to do that. The safest place for it right now is in your possession. And Jarrell will put his hand on uh, Boris's shoulder. And how much health is Boris down? 40. I can give you 39 health back. Hedrick <laughs> is also very injured. Hedrick's at 35 I used 4 level 1 spells and (laughs) 1 level 3 spell to cure wounds and that got me 17 and 18 so I'm at 43 right now total you have two friends who are very injured Uh, well I did heal uh, Boris just under just one point away okay Um, and I can probably heal Hedrick for a little bit, but I'm focusing on Boris for now, trying to get her to not do something impulsive. Well, in good faith, because Jarell has just healed Boris, she decides to say, okay, but what if I feed it to Um as she's opening her pocket instead of just feeding it to Um? Did you try that already? We did not, actually. You want... Um, to eat one of the most horribly evil things in the entire universe. I believe that she had mentioned it once before, and then she was talked out of it then, but, I mean, you can't get what you want unless you ask for it again. (laughs) (laughs) Multiple times. Can I just say that we've tried this over a few times, and not once did we ever buy any healing potions? (laughs) (laughs) I love it so much. I love it so much because like you live in a very magical time. Like this is like one of the, you would be very probably have very easily been able to find healing potions. (laughs) We could just have like camelbacks full of healing potions. We could make with all the gold bricks we're throwing around for random (laughs) shit, like find us a hamster. No, but that I just, I love that for all of you. I love that for all of you. Yeah, that's true. Right. You but you bought important stuff, but it was, you know, what was important to you at the time, not to prepare for whatever was happening now. I mean, you know, you could always eat the fish again, I guess, if we really want to do this again. 
you know, it's up to you if you think that this is still, if this is the salvageable timeline or not. Um, but speaking of whether or not, or not this is a salvageable timeline, now is as good a time of any is to mention um, something, a new development. Dun, dun, dun. You can hear, you can't feel it because you are far up in the air, but you can hear the earth begin to shake. And there is sort of this, there's, there's, there's this, there's this um, like loud boom that happens lower towards like the base of where you can, like where you can see the ley line sort of meets the ground. And almost immediately a crack forms in the earth and splits horizontally and begins just spreading as far as your eyes can see. All the way across out through Ul, splitting the city in half, splitting like the ground outside of the city limits and literally and just continuing on and on and on and on off into the horizon. Just this like almost like this like linear shock wave has gone out in polar direction, polar opposite directions um, from the base of this ley line and is literally splitting the ground and the earth like in half. Like it's it does, you, you can't see how deep it goes. It doesn't appear to be massively, massively deep, but it looks deep enough and it's just it's continuing to spread um any of the well, protective any of the protective bubbles that were there including the ones that uh were um around the tower area because that's where it's originating from right um pop and all of you suddenly feel uh, a little um what's the word uh unsupported and all of you begin to plummet to the ground. And that's where I'm going to call this episode of the Hapless Heroes podcast. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Um, guess we'll see what happens next week. But until then, if you want to yell at me, if you want to shake your fist at me, be like, friend, how come you got to do this to us every week? Why you got to be so mean with these cliffhangers? You can come yell at me on the internet. Um, we're on such places as Twitter and Instagram. Just look for at Hapless Heroes. We're also on Facebook and Reddit. Just look for Hapless Heroes Podcast. But really, you're just going to find some links in those places that are going to send you to uh, where we consider to be our, the crown jewel of our internet presence, our Discord server, um, where we're constantly having conversations with our, our fans. We have spoiler tag discussions about episodes. We're talking about stuff that's related to D&D. We're talking about stuff that's not. Uh, and just, you know, come in, join the conversation, be a part of us, tweet at us, whatever. Zach's managing that Twitter account. You know, yell at, yell at me through him, and then he can... I can take it. You can yell at me directly, and I'll probably yell something inane back at you. Yeah. Without telling Fran. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So do that. Uh, But yeah, find us on the internet. Join us. It's great. Join our Discord. It's it's super cool place to be. But if you really really like us, I would suggest that you leave us a five star review or rating on the podcast service of your choice because, you know, we just love to hear the lovely things that you have to say about us, and we also want this show to reach as many other D and D fans and people as we possibly can. And every review gets us a little closer to that more people looking at this awesome podcast and if your podcast service does not allow you to leave a review well uh we also have a channel in that aforementioned discord server called five stars where you can just say some nice things to us and we'll you know we'll read something on the air and say some nice things back to you or even 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 just email us at haplessheroes at gmail.com and yeah like just you know talk to us we want to talk to you too it's pretty cool uh but yeah do that and then if you really 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 like us 
you could donate to our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash heroes. We got a whole bunch of stuff. I have a bunch of bloopers I'm actually queuing up to upload if I haven't already by the time you're listening to this. Uh, but we have a ton of stuff. We have a, like, you know, behind the scenes, we got Hedrick songs. We got a whole bunch of stuff for your listening pleasure right in there. It's just extra content to give back to you all of you have been so kind with your donations and really helping support the show, helping us, you know, keep this equipment working and hosting costs down. And it's just, it's, you're all the best, seriously. I couldn't have done this all without you and you're the wind in our sails. So thank you to our Patreon donors. Uh, you're the best. If you like us right now, you like us, Sally Field and the whole deal, um, fill uh, a baby pool with uh, chili and uh, then, then fill a, a backpack all filled with uh, uh, saltines and crush them all up in there and then dump them into the baby pool uh, filled with chili and uh, and have your have yourself a nice little dip in the pool get in get into the pool and, and swim around and that's it that'll promote our podcast yeah very sure well <laughs> i think so too well, you know, that's the, you just, that's where we add the classic line. You know, if anyone asks you what you're doing, you just say the hapless heroes made me do it, in which we will completely deny that. And then, you know, <laughs> no, make sure you make sure you're shielded from anyone seeing you at all. Just, make, <laughs> just, just do it by it yourself in private. It's just a purely this an act is of for self-care. you. This is just another fill your bathtub with mayonnaise. Honestly, you wanna... no, you didn't have to get in then. You that's just true. It up. That's true. Now you have now you have to get in. Okay, I see. All right, well, uh, you heard the man. You know, if you really love and, us, that's one of the ways you can show sure, us. I'm pretty sure there was no uh, specific direction against letting people see you fill your bathtub, bathtub with, with mayonnaise. mayonnaise. That's true. No, it was not. So people have... could have seen that. You could have promoted it freely. Do not let anyone see you in this baby pool filled with chili and saltines. <laughs> the cover of darkness <laughs> Do not let anyone see you. under by no circuit by under no circumstances should anyone see you do this and also wear a mask while you do it yes that's important you know because you gotta protect yourself from the chili um so anyways moving on i guess and elbow you know, pads. just gonna go ahead and outro this cast before this request gets even stranger uh starting on my <laughs> virtual right with john playing lord Jarrell the light until next time zach as pregnant Finally, I'm falling. Finally, I can cast Earthquake if we hit the ground. Uh, one's already happening, right? You might have had your thunder stolen from you. Here. I'm going to do it. I'm going to uh, cast another one. Phil as Hedrick the Entertainer. There's already been an Earthquake pregnant. We don't need two. I need two. Nicole as Boris the Butcher. Goldfish, goldfish, goldfish. And Dave is Zero, Valen's Avatar 4. Good night, everyone. And I'm Francesco, I've been your host and DM. We'll see you next week. I love you. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.